This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, this week, uh, Torture Tuesday, a lot of fun. We were talking about the lady that uh, dropped her cell phone in a porta potty and got stuck. Mm-hmm. And get people to come help her get out of the porta potty. It's kind of weird. That was very weird. So it's gross. We sent Cato mm-hmm. into a bathroom. Uh, with a cell phone to drop in a toilet to see if a stranger would help him pull it out. And matter of fact, we had a nice stranger help him pull that out, which is very interesting. Dirty stranger. I was no, thinking, no. what's the most awkward thing that's ever happened to you in a bathroom? Uh, you wow, know, that's a risky question. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it family-friendly here on the Hawk and Tom Show. But, uh, you know, I was telling you that as guys, a lot of times, we'll go in there and, and I've been asked for T-shirts. Hey, you got any free T-shirts? Hawking <laughs> Tom T-shirts while I'm going to the restroom. Right. Which is kind of an awkward moment. I'm like, well, not on me right now. Let me <laughs> wrap up things. I'll see if I got one in my car, possibly. Wrap them up. Yeah. <laughs> I had a weird incident once at the urinal. Mm-hmm. I was standing there and this guy looked over at me and he nodded his head and he goes, nice. And I'm like, what? On Earth, he goes. I saw you pull in in that Corvette. Nice car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Woo!" Uh, well, we want to know your story. Where does things happen to you in a bathroom? One eight hundred three eight six zero nine three seven. I know. You know when little kids sometimes they'll go to the restroom, they'll pull their pants all the way down to their ankles. You know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The little. Well, not yeah. just little kids. We yeah. have them in here <laughs> in the well, building. Well, okay. That's when they're sitting down. I'm talking about when they're standing there. And I walked in. There was a, a full-grown man who did that one time and i'm like what are you doing yeah, I had a kid crawl under my stall one time, and I was like, um, oh, hi. My. And yeah. he's like, hi, what's your name? I'm like, get out of my stall, please. <laughs> my name's I'm pooping right now, and you shouldn't be in here, little boy. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're getting calls already. one 800 What's your story? So I walked into the bathroom at a bar, and there was this girl in the mirror, like, talking to herself. I was, like, kind of curious, so I started overhearing what she was saying. She's like, <laughs> You are good enough. You can go out there and talk to that boy. You're going to walk straight up to him. And wow. she was just going on and on and on about how she was, like, good enough to go talk to this guy. And I kind of wanted to be like, dang, girl, I'll, I'll walk you over there myself. And <laughs> Did you by any chance give her, like, a pep talk for her? 
No, I just like I didn't know what to say because she was doing it for like over ten minutes. Oh I was my god! Here's what you should have done. You should have been like a coach, like you know what you yeah. can, you get in there, okay? You get in there, <laughs> go after that boy. You can do it. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. Just get in her face. That would have been funny. Oh wow! Get out there, champ. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of if you saw somebody talking to themselves in the mirror, you'd think they're crazy. I mean, I do it at home. Yeah. Help myself up. <laughs> I'll look at my laugh to see how I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, that's true. Can't does it. He'll practice a laugh before he goes out on a date. <laughs> well, I just want him to get it right. You need to practice that last laugh. It's not as good. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a weird one. Thanks for sharing your story this morning. Thanks, guys. So we're talking about weirdest things you've seen in the public restroom this morning. What's your story? At the gym, there's this guy that walks around naked every <laughs> single time I'm there. <laughs> Is it an old guy or a younger guy? <laughs> He's older. Yeah, it's always, always the old guys. Why? <laughs> they go in there and they feel so liberated, I guess, to walk around in the know. gym locker room. So what what happens when you see him? Well, he walks up to everyone and he just tries to strike conversation with them. Just, hey, how's it going? You know, what's up? And I just feel uncomfortable. I try not to make eye contact with them. You know, I'm not... I'm eye contact's scared. the least of your worries, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to look anywhere. Yeah. And um, we do call him Naked Nick when he's gone. You know, me and other guys. Naked Nick. Naked Nick. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, we've all experienced that at the gym, though, really. I mean... Have we? Not I, me. Really? <laughs> well, you're not in the gym, Tom. <laughs> yeah, the weirdest is when I'm, you know, at mid-eye level, putting on my shoes or something, and he'll just walk right up to me <laughs> and start talking. <laughs> oh, right wow. at that level. You just say, how's it hanging, Nick? Oh, <laughs> no, I think he knows how it's hanging. Oh, my goodness. That's when you don't look up, man. You just, like, don't look up. Eyes on the ground. Eyes on the ground. It's like when you're taking a shower with your dad when you were a little kid. Oh. Yeah. Wow, Hawk, you need to have therapy, I I blocked those memories. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that is relatable, I will say. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah, How many times do you go a week to the gym now? (laughs) Every day? Five days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird, man. Thanks for sharing your story this morning. You're welcome, guys. All right, take care. So we're talking about weird uh, things that happen in the bathroom, public (laughs) restrooms, whatever. Uh, What's your story? I was in a public restroom, you know, when you're in the stalls, and uh, somebody actually started commenting on my shoes. Like, hey, I love your shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen to you, Tori? Uh, Yeah, and I love it. Really? I'll be like, girl, (laughs) discount. (laughs) That's so weird because it's never happened to me. (laughs) I I don't think the guys do that as much, though, Tom. Yeah, if he's tapping his foot, Tom, get out. That's that's pretty funny. And so you took it as a compliment? Well, how else would you take it? I sent her the link. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Lake sausage. Oh. Now, ma'am, does this happen to you a lot or just once? It just happened to me once. But okay. It's well, just weird. Well, apparently, you need to go shoe shopping with Tori because she gets a lot more compliments than you. <laughs> Come on, girl. All right. Well, we appreciate you calling this morning. Oh. We love you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Hog and Tom Show. All right. So I was at a bar. And, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So yeah. I was like, all right, let me do this. You know, you don't want to, but uh, you do it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you were in the stall? He had to do I what was, he had I to I was in the stall. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I do not want to go to any public restroom, especially at a bar. Well, he yeah. Knows. It was it was an emergency. I'll uh, drop home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll okay. be like, keep my tab up, and I'll be right back. Yeah, there you go. All right. So what happened? You know, I'm doing the thing, and all of a sudden, 
the door busts open to the bathroom, and these dudes start having a full-on fist fight. Oh, my goodness. I'm kind of cornered because I'm in the stall. and You're indisposed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, it goes from worse to even worse because then they just start throwing, and it got really busy. They started fighting, and all of a sudden, they landed on the floor, and... One dude's head like rolled underneath my stall, and we locked eyes, and it was. <laughs> wow! I was like, usually this is romantic, but uh, yeah, that would have made me get my business done a lot faster if I saw yeah, that happen. Oh, I, I, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then the guy was trying to get away, and he crawled in my stall, and I'm like, "What the heck, dude?" Like. <laughs> Oh, man. You got the other guy pounding on the stall. (laughs) We're not home. I don't understand why anyone would fight in the stall. I would be like, listen, to time out, let's go outside. It's where we aren't fighting in the bathroom. That's just nasty. But no one does that. You get get mad at somebody, and all of a sudden, you're like throwing punches, and you don't even think about where you are. A bar, bathroom. He's he's like, you want to take this outside? No, let's take it to the bathroom. (laughs) Maybe he broke in line. He was the next in line for the bathroom. Romper stomper. That's a weird story, man. That's a good one. We appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you, thank you. You have a good one. All right, we love Thanks. you. All right, one eight hundred three six zero nine three seven. Your weird bathroom, public bathroom story. All right, I don't want no, you know, your home bathroom story. Oh, good. One eight hundred three six zero nine three seven. Oh, we got a phone call right now. An interesting story. Hello. Uh, so I was <clears throat> going to uh, it's uh, QT, but it, you know, quick trip, whatever. Okay. And <laughs> I had my keys. I usually hook them on my shirt. Right. And they fell off, and they went down the toilet. Oh, no. Yeah. What'd you do? And they were flush. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, I had to call. It, it was like $500. You, you flushed? Keys. You flushed your keys? On accident. Oh. <laughs> automatic, it's an automatic flushing toilet. Oh. And you know, I already don't like those because you move a little bit and suddenly you're getting yeah. sprayed. Yeah, you get a little bidet action yeah. there. <laughs> but it scares yeah. you to death. And it yeah. was like right after I had gotten my new car, we only had one set of keys. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that is a weird story. So they had to call the plumbers to get it out. No, they were like, sorry, don't it. know what to do. You can't get it out once it's flushed. Sunday afternoon. It's going to the place. It's going down to like Malden. It's going down to, I don't know, the middle of... The sludge. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's enough. I don't need to know anymore. Thank you for your call this morning. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, weird bathroom stories. Jim from Easley. He says he's in charge of the IT department. He goes, every day I have a coworker walk up to me at the urinal and ask me some tech problems. That's the only time you can catch him. Yeah. (laughs) He went in the bathroom. Go get him. Go. Yeah. I got some downloads there. Oh. Gross. You need to go to HR. There you go. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'm going to surprise a lot of you because I surprised myself when I read this. Okay. It turns out about one out of three people have done something that I bet most of you would never consider doing. Shh, don't tell anyone. Okay. <laughs> hitchhiking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have any of you ever hitchhiked? Mm. No. I didn't think so, but you know what? One out of three people have done it, and it turns out it may not be nearly as dangerous as you think it is. My brother did it. It changed his life. How so? 
because he broke down uh, on a late night, broke down, his car was on the side of the road, and he stuck his thumb out. The car that picked him up is, it was uh, his wife, not not what are the, the odds? <laughs> uh, it was uh, now his wife. It was uh, at that point he'd, he'd, he'd how do I put it? So she married this. her hitchhiker, basically. Basically, uh, the mom and dad they were riding in the car. Saw my little brother Tony. He was in trouble, and so they picked him up. She was in the back. They got to know each other, and now they're husband and wife. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Well, you should have just said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird that, that that happened. But is that still legal? Because I've seen signs that hitchhiking is, is On the interstate, and... it's typically not, but everywhere else it pretty much generally is. And Tom, this article says that it's not that unsafe? That's what it says. Was it written by Ted Bundy? No, it was written by Nomadic Matt, who is a guy who hitchhikes all over, and is actually a bestseller author who writes travel books teaches people how to travel on a budget he says he's waiting for cnn to do a story on him because they much prefer to tell stories of the rare incidents when something bad happens travel on a budget use other people's gas yeah (laughs) that's people who are willing to give you that ride so it's not you're stealing from them i've seen too many movies that's exactly right (laughs) movies and stories that the news grabs onto he says that's extremely rare and there's ways to plan around it here's his tips he says first of all be confident always look drivers in the eye and smile as they pass not in a crazy axe murderer way (laughs) but in a friendly way smiling is important pretend the next car is a friend who's planning to pick you up try waving hello or holding your gaze as they drive past wow (laughs) okay um he says think of it even as a drive-by job interview you're like trying to get them to accept you. Also, look presentable. Don't dress trashy. Make sure you look like you're fairly well, you know, clean and, and not going to be a gross in their car. Well, but dressing trashy could help you well, get that Well, no, you don't want that. They can't help that, though. I'm like, you know, for the homeless people that are actually needing a ride. Okay. Yeah. These are tips for people to get hitchhikes and not be you know, molested or to actually get a ride. Okay, but I don't think I don't, anybody that wants to make a career out of hitchhiking. This guy didn't. Okay, but this one guy, I mean, this guy's in his mid-30s, he looks like, and he looks very clean, like he works out a lot. So well, he does, there's not anything suspicious. Like, for example, if there's a guy on the side of the road with a hockey mask and an axe, you know, you're not going to pick him up. He literally just said, don't look like an axe murderer. <laughs> literally <laughs> just said it. I know. Well, maybe this is for people that your credit card set the limit and they can't call Uber. Okay. <laughs> Uh, He says, also, it's important to choose a good spot. If you're at a spot where it's dangerous or difficult for them to pull over, you're not going to get a ride because no one's going to like skid to a stop in front of a semi truck just to let you in their car. Am I the only one who's just scared of everyone these days? I don't want to be a hitchhiker. And unfortunately, I don't want to pick one up either. Okay, the the only time this would come in handy from what I could see is like if your car broke down. But now we have cell phones. So. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you need to hitchhike that much. Well, as Nomadic Matt says, people have been fed a bunch of garbage from the news sources and from movies that make it seem much more dangerous than it is. So if you were young and you thought you wanted to try this out, you can listen to Matt's suggestions. He says, once you get picked up, it's important to make conversation. He says, the people pick up hitchhikers, a lot of times it's because they're bored and they want someone to talk to. So be prepared to have conversations. See, that's some of it, too. I'm not bored in the car because I'm singing lead vocals, backups. I got to get the drum solo by myself. I don't have time to be bored. He says he's been picked up by people (laughs) that have tried to convert him to various religions. 
Some of them just needed help staying awake on a long drive. He said, make sure that you are careful what you talk about, though. Don't get into topics that cause division or arguing because you don't want to upset the person that's giving you a ride. Well, you made it a little bit further. A little bit. (laughs) He says, be prepared. Always have enough food and water to last a day in case you get stuck in the middle of nowhere because sometimes you'll get dropped off and that next ride doesn't come as quick as you hope it does, which is interesting. He talks about that as well. He says it can take anywhere from 15 minutes to several hours to get that ride. Sometimes you're stuck standing there for several hours before someone pulls over and picks you up. I've never understood why they just stand there. If you should just start walking, eventually you're going to get somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a long walk if you're really going far, though. Let's face it. uh, If you're walking a lot, your legs are tired. And you got bunions and all kinds of calluses on your feet. He's, okay. That's my thought. He said that uh, cardboard signs camp. are good. Cardboard signs with the name of a nearby town, letting them know where you're trying to get to will help. You ever read those signs and then they make eye contact with you and you have to be like, oh, look at that bird over there. Apparently you do. <laughs> he says, uh, choose your ride carefully. You are in no obligation to get into every car that stops for you. Is the driver in a good mood? Do they look sober? Are they looking you in the eyes? How many people are in the car? If you don't feel comfortable, say thank you and no. Um, make up an excuse if you have to. Pretend you're sick. That'll get a lot of people to just be like, oh, never mind, <laughs> and drive off. Uh, they said he's only turned down one ride where there was four young guys who smelled like weed pouring out of the windows. He said he probably would have been fine, but he just didn't feel comfortable, so he took another ride. That would have been a great ride. <laughs> um, he says <laughs> use common sense, wear your seatbelt, don't pack your stuff in their trunk because you can't get it out quickly if you need to. Stay positive, stay in control, and avoid arguments. <laughs> he suggests hitchhiking with a friend is a good, safe way to do it, but it's harder to get picked up that way. And uh, he says also, just to be safe, carry a mace or tasing device that you don't use unless you have to, but if you need to get loose, you can. Hmm. I think uh, we need to be worried about us picking up hitchhikers. Like, this is one guy out of them all, which has some very nice sunglasses, by the way, well, he stands out in the sun a lot. In a nice backpack. I mean, he looks like a guy that might need help. Like, sometimes you might pull over to help a hitchhiker if they're in need, if their car's broke down, or they look, you know, but if they look suspicious. He has a backpack. He doesn't look like his car broke down. He looks like a hitchhiker. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't think it's a good idea for us to be just encouraging hitchhiking. <laughs> Did I encourage people to hitchhike? Well, it's kind of, you spun it that way a little bit. Like, this guy obviously has some great tips on how to be a great hitchhiker. And, like, with so many trafficking problems going on in the world and stuff, it's like, you don't want to encourage people to hitchhike. Well, he's just saying if you have to get somewhere and you don't have a way to get there. I'm saying that not everyone's the same. Some people choose to live life differently than others, and some folks out there may want to do something like this. If they do, this guy's got a website that gives you great tips on how to do it. I thought it was interesting because I've never hitchhiked. I probably never will. But I found it interesting to find out that some people don't think it's as crazy as I do. And some people have experiences that seem to suggest maybe the media has lied to us. Now, I know the media usually tells us the truth. (laughs) But in this case, maybe the media has grabbed on and maybe you're not getting eaten by a shark every time you step a a pinky toe in the water, too. I think it depends on your luck. Because I'm telling you, my luck runs the way that I'd get in and he'd lock the doors and be like, Hi, my name's Ted Bundy. You'd be like, great. That would be amazing. Well, yeah, now, because, you know, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it didn't yeah. work out well That'd for him. That'd be really freaky. The only time I've ever, I'm, I never see hitchhikers, 
I've been asked at a convenience store, hey, could you give me a ride here and there or whatever? I'm like, hey, I'm, going, I'm going the other way. Yeah. Whether I am or not, I'll go that way to make them think I was going the other See, way. See, that guy didn't read this article. He could have done a lot better if he <laughs> read it. You know, give me that article. I want to pass that out to all the homeless people that ask me for stuff. Oh. If they're getting somewhere. I don't give anybody anything. I get them food. That's a good idea. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I always say if you I, want food, I'll take you or I'll you know bring you food. But I don't give out money just because you never know. I give to the people, the organizations that help them. I give to yeah. those organizations. There are places you can go. You I bought a lady you don't have had to lunch Subway before because I felt bad. Well, I had the one guy says, "Hey, you, can you get me a? Uh, you got any money?" I said, "No, I didn't. I didn't have any cash on me." I said, "No, I have no cash." He goes, "You got a credit card, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. He goes, yeah. well, why don't you give it to me? Let me go to Subway, get me something to eat, and I'll bring it back. I said, I don't <laughs> think so. He didn't read this article, did he? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't getting a ride or a food that day. I'm sorry. Here you go. Just bring back when you're done. All right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Do you have anything for your bucket list? A lot of people do. I'd yeah. like to hitchhike across America. There you go. The survey asked to name the top things on their bucket list. I saw a story of an 84-year-old woman in Denver approaching her 600th skydive. Her name is Kim. She hopes to reach a lifetime goal of 1,000 skydives, and she's 84 years old. Okay, I do have a serious topic here of a bucket list. I was set to fly on one of the F-A-18s from the Blue Angels, at the last minute, they had to scrub the mission. I was in the backseat of the FA-18. They had to scrub it because it was rainy. Yeah. They yeah. can't fly in the rain, apparently. Which you should have ridden in the stunt plane I was in because it was not on my bucket list. <laughs> no, that's right. And it scared me to death. Did we strap you on the wings of a stunt plane? Was that for a Torture Tuesday? I no. think we just put him in the oh, plane. Okay. The guy did the... crazy, like, flips it upside oh, down. He and did spins <laughs> and tore. I had a parachute on yeah. that was attached to a bar, and all he said was, I have, I'm not going to say anything. If you see me jump out of this plane, you follow me. And I'm like, great. What if you're not paying attention? You're paying oh, attention. You look up, and you're like, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> and then we landed with no engines. He turned the engines off in midair, and we glided <gasps> down. It was the scariest thing. Well, you know, there's a lot of older people do make a bucket list. Kim says she wants to do these thousand skydives, and she says, I have a choice. I can sit at home and watch TV and watch someone else do it, or I can get out there and jump out of an airplane. Now, for me, I don't think I want to jump out of an airplane, but I would like to be the person that pushes the person that's you know <laughs> that doesn't want to be uh, jumping out of an airplane. That'd be kind of fun. I don't think I ever want to jump out of a perfectly good flying plane if it's still in good shape. I have a friend who used to be a paramedic, and he worked at near where they used to do skydiving. He said, you would not believe how many times they've had to go out there. Oh, no. Yes. and it Scrape was, someone up? Uh, it's pretty much they, they uh. put uh, an impression of their body into the ground. So oh. I, in Tampa, I was doing a show one night, got uh. a call from a girl who had jumped from an airplane, and her parachute had not opened. Mm. I did a full interview with her. She was graduating from the Army Rangers parachute team, and her chute did not open. Her family were there to watch it. Mm. She, she ended up marrying the paramedic that saved her oh, life. Wow. Yeah. But she did a lot of damage to her pelvis and her legs Lots and stuff, balls. but yeah. she survived. Okay, wow. so think about your bucket list. Tom's is to fly in a F, whatever. A jet airplane. Yeah. A jet airplane. <laughs> A real, like a fighter jet. Well, they say putting together a bucket list is kind of sad exercise because it makes you realize the stuff that you won't ever reach or won't ever do in real life. 
And these are the top things that people wanted to do. Number one thing was have a vacation home abroad. Hmm? Yeah, have a vacation home. That's their bucket list. Wow. And I'm like, that was kind of sad. I'd be happy to know someone that has a place on the lake. Exactly. <laughs> that's what you want because they take care of it the whole time. It's kind of like knowing somebody with a boat. You don't want to all that stress of owning a boat. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that's just, not my view. I just ain't ever going to own any of them, so I'd like to at least know someone who does. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, learn a new language, number two on the list. Uh, that's a bucket list thing. No, thank you. Thank you, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> And then they go on an exotic island vacation, so they want to go do some. And, and honestly, Tom, you've done quite a bit of these. That was like visit the Great Pyramids was on here. Go I've to, done that. Go to Vegas. Done that. And go to Venice, Italy. Done that. I, I also did, um, you mentioned the uh, island. I've been to Jamaica and Hawaii, so yeah. that counts. So you've done a lot on these people. These are the top bucket list things that they mentioned. I guess I should quit complaining about the fighter plane. Yeah. <laughs> Just take a flight somewhere. Swim with the dolphins they want to do before I've done they die. that. It's, it's overrated, but it's yeah. still fun. I don't want to swim with anything in the ocean. The <laughs> dolphins are kind of cool. They got behind me and pushed both my feet and pushed me in the water like they were my engine. That was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Swim with the manatee? I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And neither will I because... I saw it happen to Steve Irwin. That's, That's a man array. Yeah. Stingray, yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> a manatee is the sea cow. Oh, those. I've swam with those before. They're yeah. so They're cute. They're kind of nasty. They poop all over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be appropriate for a bucket list. Mm-hmm. They need a bucket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ride in a hot air balloon was mentioned. You've done that. I've done that. No, I do yeah. not want to do that. You can do that. You can hire people to do that, and it's very romantic at sunset. No, it's it, not. They don't, they don't know where they're going to land. That's true. It was very peaceful, though. I've done it, and it was very peaceful up there, but exactly. the landing was rough it is rough but yeah. it's romantic and then i yeah. got drink champagne it's not really a landing it's a crash yeah, it pretty much is. <laughs> with style though right. this list is making me realize i've done nothing in my life well think Aww. about a bucket list thing <laughs> i will say when you do land in someone's yard because the guy's like well i'm like where do you know to land it's like well you land just wherever it's going down and <laughs> the guys go in front of them the scouts and they have to ask the person hey this hot air balloon's going to come down in your yard are you okay with that and he says many times they're not, and they have to go back up in the air. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys, his guys come out with guns, and he's like, absolutely. <laughs> and, and recently in Anderson, they they had to land, uh, I think, in the power lines. Yeah. Is where they yeah, ended that was up, bad. And that's not good. The guy comes out with a gun. What is he going to do? You're going to land there faster if he uses that. <laughs> right, shoot bu- holes in it. <laughs> bucket list, they say learn an instrument. Tom, you've done that. I play a couple of them. Yeah. So do you guys care to learn a new instrument? No. no. All right. Do I have to know how to play it well? Because I, I did play a little flute back in my day. Oh, I might count. You know, it was flutist? like kind of thing. A flautist. <laughs> a flautist. What is that? A flutist? Flautist? A Wait, flautist. maybe it was a kazoo. <laughs> okay, that's very different. That's okay. like learning a new language and it's pig Latin. <laughs> so here we go. A bungee jumping. People want to do that on their bucket list. And there was a 91 year old guy. Uh, that was doing, I'm sorry, 90-year-old woman. Looked like a guy from the video. Oh, my. <laughs> Sometimes when they get that old, you can't tell the difference. I've done the sky coaster, but not a bungee jump. Yeah, bungee jump. The sky jump. coaster where you go up and it drops you like a pendulum, mm-hmm. and that's pretty scary. I don't know if yeah. I could do the bungee or not. Uh-uh, and done. getting a tattoo is on a bucket list. Nah. Uh, some of the rounding out the top answers. And then running a marathon. Oh, my God. I'm like, really? I'm like, you're running 26 miles? I don't even like to drive 26 miles. (laughs) I almost feel bad for someone if that's their bucket list. (laughs) Really? Okay, Tori, anything, any bucket list thing you got there? I can't really think of anything. 
I'm a very exciting person. I just just a happy life. That's Nothing it. That's you all don't I want to do. Go anywhere, see anything. What, where was the, what, what's the most exotic vacation you've ever been on? I got Google for that, Tom. I don't need to go anywhere. Um, maybe the Caribbean. Okay, as far point. as I've gone. What? Did you enjoy it? Yes, it was beautiful. So do it again. What's your second bucket like a place you you've been? I'm just kind of curious about you. California. <laughs> Hmm. It was basically like being in a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. The People's go, Republic of California. <laughs> we got to come up with you a bucket list. No, I need to get a life. The only thing on my list is to buy a bucket because <laughs> I don't have a bucket list. No, well, then you can have one. I'm enjoying life as it comes. <laughs> there you go. My bucket list is to buy a bucket on my bucket list. I don't have a bucket. I yeah. just realized that. <laughs> Everybody's got a bucket of I some I don't have sort. a bucket at home. Hmm. Even I have a bucket. Maybe we can get you one this year. I'm going to go buy a bucket. (laughs) And scratch that off your bucket list. (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.